Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. What's up? Hey, hey, dude. So this morning, um, Jill texts me like, I don't know how you're with somebody 24 seven because my boyfriend's been home for seven days and I wanted to go to work. And I'm telling you, I didn't tell anybody on the podcast yet, but I got an Airbnb last week for three days and had to leave. <laughs> it was so, I mean, we've been together 24 seven since this has started like March 1st and it's not even like I can, I, I, you, parents, I don't know how you do it with your kids tagging you all the time. I, now I understand why parents go hide in their closet or hide in their car or like just sit in the bathroom because I just need to be alone. Yeah. Well, what's really interesting is quarantining with other, so you and I have traveled, like, so if people don't know, like Danny and I pretty much spent every second together from like 2000 for like two and a half years, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, we had our own separate places in Venice and stuff like that, but we always traveled together and, and traveled like for a week at a time or longer where we're like in a hotel room together, but we always seem to manage like to give each other space or be in the same room, but not talking for hours because both of us are working on separate stuff. And it never felt like awkward or weird or whatever. Like it just wasn't like whenever you were ready to talk about something, like I was also ready to talk about like, or and vice versa, you know? So it's, it's now been interesting quarantining with someone who is extroverted and who is not in this space. So I know that's a little bit different for you. Um, Keith yeah. is, uh, he's super extroverted. Like he just literally said to me the other day and I was like, I, I like, started I didn't want to like laugh in his face but I literally was like I don't feel that way at all he goes I just you know I really miss um you know like yes I miss playing sports because you guys know he plays a ton of sports he goes I really miss playing sports but I just miss out like miss the people like playing you know playing with the people and like going to see them and I was like yeah no I don't miss like, that no nope. <laughs> nope, I miss Danny J and that's pretty much it yeah uh, same. but yeah he misses sports he misses you know like the people going and you know hanging with friends and like working out with buddies and stuff like that I've always been fine working out alone um it was just funny and the other day he goes to me he goes I'm just bored and I was yeah. like I've never been bored my entire life like ever I don't remember one time and not, and that was even, bef even before I had an internet business where like you and I both know there's infinite number of things we can be working on at any time, there's always more stuff we could be doing. Even before then, like I always just read books, you know, or like I always just had shit I was working on or interested in or, you know, so, so it was just funny for him to say that. And I was like, I don't know. So we started like an arts and crafts project. He's like, re, uh, he's painting an old <laughs> surfboard. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I I don't know about being bored. Like I don't, was never allowed to be, if I said I was bored growing up, my mom would be like, I'll find something for you to do. Like you can <laughs> clean, you can clean toilets. And I'm like, okay. So that was something that I think I trained myself since I was young. Like I knew I was not allowed to ever say I was bored or I would have some chores to do. So I've always just found stuff to do. And it's funny. I wanted to send you this and you guys should all look it up. There's this comedian named Trey Kennedy. I think it's Trey N. Kennedy on Instagram. And he did a video and was 
introverts versus extroverts in quarantine. And it was spot on. It was just so funny. The guy on there was basically saying, he's like, I just miss the people. And it shows this, uh, somebody coming to deliver food. And he's like, hi, hi. Like he just wants to be, make friends. Oh my God. And, uh, so for, I'm like here way more than Keith. Cause he's still go- yeah. is going to work as like a fireman. So, but like, I don't talk to any of the neighbors. You guys know, we just moved to this new place like a month ago and like, I'll wave to people or whatever. Like literally he's home half the time I'm home and he's outside talking to people. I'm like, who are you talking to? He's, he already has met like three of the different like adjacent houses, neighbors, the kids, like he's playing, he was out and playing basketball in the alley with the, uh, the eighth, eighth grader and eighth grader who's playing basketball with the other day. Oh no. It's so no, funny. I love it. I know. <laughs> well, we're here in this Airbnb and it is actually, it's like two homes kind of split in and um, the family that owns the home, um, they're actually the Daniels family. I think they're the Daniels family on Instagram. They were on Ellen. So they won a million dollars. They won $500,000 for themselves and 500000 to give. And so they bought this home as an investment. And they're really great people. But the the dad, the, um, the man of the family, he is definitely an extrovert. And he's constantly coming over. He's like, wants to say, hey. And I know that Jeff like likes it. He's like, I'm like go on the porch and talk to him. Like as soon as I see him coming, I go hide. And I remember Jill used to have this neighbor, your old neighbor that was just always, you know, in the way. And, um, I think that's just it. It's the craving to talk to people. And I'm just, I don't have the craving. I don't, I, again, I only miss having conversations with you. That's it. You know? And like, I've actually been talking a little bit more to my parents and a little bit more to my brothers, which has been cool. Like, I think all of us are kind of like, well, like, let's just, I think my parents are definitely like wanting to make sure I'm okay more than anything. So they're calling me like every other day, which I'm like, hi dad, what's new since two days ago? Like, it's always the same, but it's really sweet. And I, and I actually really enjoy it. I'm, I'm liking it a lot more. Like I like the more frequent contact, but it, the whole like quarantine with an extrovert is so weird. And I don't know if you feel this way and it's hard. It's like, how do you communicate with someone without hurting their feelings? Like I'm working, especially cause you're launching something right now. I'm in the middle of launching a program. Like I'm literally like visibly doing something and and he's talking and I'm like, I get it. And like, I, I always feel like a dick when I like, I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And like, don't pay attention. So I kind of want to turn and be like, hey, and like, I, I don't know why I haven't done this yet. And be like, hey, like, I'm super interested, but do you mind if I finish this real quick? I just need to say that. And I haven't said yeah. that. So instead I find myself being like, oh, and I'm like, so I drop my work. And yeah, and because yeah. I hate being that person who's not present, like I just yeah. I hate when that's done to me. Yeah. So I'm so now so I'm finding like my work being interrupted, and it's not his fault because I haven't communicated like that, and I want to figure out a way to do it that doesn't make him feel like he's wrong for talking to me or you know what I mean because he's not. But it's just like I do want to talk, but I also want to be present and be able to actually listen. Yeah. But at this point, like I have to get this fucking email out in, in 20 minutes. So yeah, it is super hard. And that's actually the big question I had, which is how to not make them feel like they're uh, in trouble or like they're being punished. So that was so last week. I mean, it just maybe it was the week before last. I can't even keep track of what where the hell we are. But um, I was just one. I th- definitely think I was PMSing 
he pointed that out, what day of the month it was. And I was like, okay, cool, valid. But also I was literally just feeling so ragey and so like just crying and emotional. And I couldn't stand being around myself. And I'm like, I don't want to be around him because I was afraid that A, I would flip out and say something that I didn't mean. And two, I just felt like I needed space, like I needed to be alone. And so I jokingly said I was going to like leave for a couple days. And then he saw me looking on Airbnb. So he goes, oh, you're going to leave. And he made this comment kind of, I go, well, would you want me to? And he he kind of said it like, well, go for it. So I was like, well, I guess he really wants me to. So I'm going to book it. So I booked three days away. And then later I told him I was leaving and he, I guess, thought it was a joke. But then he took it very personally. He's like, I don't understand. Like, what did I do to you? Um, you know, what did I say? I, you know, I do all. And then it was kind of this thing, like, I do all of these things for you and other people, like your friends have their partners who are abusive and you you hear these stories and they're terrible and you're leaving me. I'm like, I'm not leaving you. I'm just leaving Period. for me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Period. I'm like, I'm I leaving to back. go to me, not leaving yes. you. I'm leaving to go to myself. Yes. And so I'm like, I will be back. I promise you that. And, um, and it was hard because I felt so guilty. Um, but then I knew and so then we sat in this back and forth, like kind of staring at each other, like, well, should I go? Should I not go? And I'm like, well, it's booked. And it was just one of these things like I'm going and I'm going to have, you're just going to have to trust me that this, this isn't about you and I just need this space. And I left and I felt so amazing. I slept 11 hours one of the nights. I just sat in a room. I went on one walk by myself. I got some work done, but really it was just like, I just needed the clarity and space and I can't even explain it. And I came back such a different person. Like I was so much nicer. I could tell the difference in me. And I, I even brought it up to him. I was like, I hope you can tell the difference in me. And now it's just this joke. He's like, oh, are you going to leave me again? But I'm like, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe once a month during this quarantine, I'm going to have to take a day away because there's, there really isn't the opportunity before, even though we were together a lot, it's like, maybe I could run errands or I'm going to go hang out with you, or I'm going to go to Target by myself or something. But when you are with somebody all the time, it feels just I don't know. For me, I, I like to have that space by myself. I like to have the quiet. And same thing in the mornings, I'll do my reading and sometimes he'll come out and start talking to me. And I'm just like, could you shut the fuck up while I finish this book? <laughs> like it's <laughs> like not I'm time trying. yet. Yeah. I'm like, can you see that I'm reading right now? So we've had that conversation, especially after I left and came back because I had a little bit more clarity of why I was so, you know, frustrated. I said, one thing I realized, and I said, I didn't really realize until like it came to a head is that I do need some space and time alone. And so I might have to ask you for that, or I might have to go sit in the car or leave or just say, Hey, I'm going to go run an errand. And I might not actually be running an errand. I might just be driving around by myself. Right. And so we had that conversation. And then also I said, I also need my morning time. Like when, when I'm out there doing my reading and my journaling and writing, like don't interrupt me until I'm done. And when I'm done, you'll know, like I'll shut the book, I'll look up, I'll engage in conversation. But in the middle of it, like he kept trying to show me videos or he's laughing at memes. He's like, Hey, look, I'm like, cool. I want to see that, but not right this freaking second. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I just commend you guys for having that conversation because I think when you and I talk so much on this podcast about these like courageous conversations or these like times where they, you know, like you are kind of engaging in a conversation that is uncomfortable and, but it's for the, in service, like, you know, and so you just recounting that I'm like, gee, what an inclusive service that is to your yeah. partner. And, and it would be great if he had his preferences that he could communicate to you, right. That maybe you don't know. And I think when, you know, 
you and I have talked so much about inclusion and about how honesty is a service and how, you know, being in your integrity. And if you really want your relationship to survive and thrive, it's like, it really does come down to these types of things, like these really small, minute conversations that are so easy to ignore that so many people would just sweep under the rug, especially because you came back and you were good to like, you were good, right? Like you felt yeah. way more recharged. You could have easily not even had any more conversations about it. Just be like, and sweep it under the rug and be like, it's good to go. But we know that it would eventually get to that point again, again, right? Yeah. And then like, he would take it personally. And it's interesting when you told me that, and you and I were going back and forth about that conversation. And I was like, you know, that's kudos to Jeff for being like cool and understanding that, you know, I think when I was married, one of the things that Jade felt was he felt, I think, very um, not like smothered by me, but just the situation, because I am someone who likes to a lot of closeness and we were working together and we were traveling all the time together and we were doing everything together. And I really loved it. Um, and I had my outlets. I had my workout partner. I had things that I was doing outside of the marriage. and He didn't have that as much. And looking back, he said, I should have probably taken more time away for myself. And I think if he had tried to have that conversation with me back then, I'd, I think I would have been way worse than how Jeff handled it. I think I would have taken yeah. it really personally because I think my default would have been, well, isn't it better if I'm there? Like, it's isn't it more fun if I'm there? Yeah. Like, we're together. Like, how? why is that? Isn't that better? And looking back, it's like, no, it's not better. It's just different. And yeah. it's not that it's worse or it's not worse or better. It's literally just different. And it's just what I need and has nothing to do with you. And I think I would have made it about me back then without the tools that I have now. And so the fact that Jeff could be as objective as he ended up being and getting it and not taking it personally is really cool. Yeah, I think so too, because I know he goes, if I had done the same, you know, because at first he was like, you know, it's hard for me to not be upset about it or take it a little bit personally. And, and he's like, how would you feel? And I was like, yeah, I probably would have felt a little bit hurt by it too. Um, but it was great that we did have the download in the conversation after of why I really needed it and how he was like, okay, I understand. Because yeah, I would have been like, wait, why do you have to why do you need space for me? Well, like, especially oh with God. our histories, like I would have been like, yeah. are, you sleeping? are you fucking somebody? Like totally. I probably would have just gone there, you know, totally. even though, I mean, Keith is so different. Like he's, he's not like, he's just, he doesn't like, he doesn't need a long time. Let's just say that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be yeah. like, I'd have the suspicion up like, wait, what? Yeah, totally. Totally. No, it was interesting even for myself because, you know, on the, um, the Myers-Briggs scale, I've done that test a million times and I'm always like right on the line of it's E, I, extrovert, introvert. And I'm always like at 51% e, uh, extrovert or 51% introvert. So it's like depends on when I take it, but I'm never, it's always like 5149. And so I'm super, super close on each. And I've just realized that this has I really do recharge better. I do need some alone time. I, I love my friends too. And I like to have like people around, but, and I know from doing events and hosting events, like when my events are done, I crash, I freaking crash. And so I do know that I love being around people and I get energized in the moment, but then I need like space and time. And so this has been interesting because you feel like with one person, what's the big deal, you know? And he's not doing, like he said, he was like, I'm not doing anything to you. Like I'm you know, he's fine. I'm like, I know you are, but I feel like I just need, you know, and it would be anybody. That's the thing. It wasn't yeah. just him. It probably, and yeah. also probably with, with someone else, it would have happened sooner, right? Like it would have been like, I mean, you know, you guys literally have been, and I know you've been traveling together, living together, doing all things together for like, you know, almost a year now. So it's like, yeah. even though quarantine is different, but yeah. it's, it would have happened way faster if it was someone oh. else. So the fact that, you know, what's interesting to me is always, um, I, I know you so well and 
people who maybe don't know you as well are so surprised to find out that you're introverted because you're always like, you're just always laughing and you're always like, you know, so friendly and people love talking to you and, you know, you are social. And it's funny because I'm always, I just know, I know how introverted you are. So people are like, wow, I would never have guessed that, that Danny's. And I'm like, yeah, she is. And it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean shy. You know, it was cool that we had, you know, Ashley Pardo on the episode and she was talking about introversion versus extroversion. And, you know, it was cool because I think sometimes we think that one is better than the other. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. remember, like, extroversion used to be, like, kind of better because introversion yeah. meant you, like, had, like, social issues. <laughs> like, you just couldn't, like, be right. so, like, you just were, like, socially inept. And it's actually not at all like that, which is really cool. And I like that insight from her. It's just, we recharge differently. And it doesn't mean you're shy. It doesn't mean, because I said that to Keith, because I was like, you're really extrovert or something. And he goes, well, no, I've spent a lot of time by myself. I'm like, but that's not that doesn't mean anything like, you know, in his life, because he's traveled alone and he lived overseas alone. And I was like, but that doesn't mean you're introverted. Yeah. Like it's your preference of how you like to recharge mostly. And sometimes I recharge socially too. Well, what's interesting too about this, like the Trey Kennedy video was the extrovert saying um, like, I want to be around people because in the video, he's with stuck with one person, right? So it's like Keith going, I want to be around people. And you're like, but wait, I'm a people. <laughs> so it's funny because they need different people. They need variety of people. They need all the people. <laughs> yep. So it's funny because even though I'm here and he's more extroverted for sure, he still wants different people. Like yeah. I'm not enough for him. So it, it makes sense too. It's like, if I'm not enough to be other people for you, you can see how you can't take it personally if I want to be away from you either, right? It's just so like, good. it's nothing personal. It's just like, I just need a little break. We have this beautiful closet in here actually. And there was one day I actually um, locked myself in the closet and did my work in there for like four hours. <laughs> and it was amazing. I was like, don't bug me. I sat against the door and it was so good. So I think I'm just, it's things you don't know until they happen, right? Like we've talked so much about like when the trust issue came up of we could, say in theory how we would handle things but this is a new situation and I didn't even realize until literally it was just like the the explosion where I'm like I gotta get the hell out of here I didn't realize it and I didn't even have the words to describe it until I had actually was gone for the three days and had time to really think about like what was bothering me so much and how I felt and what I really needed and then after I had that clarity I could come back and verbalize it and say here's you know, what was up with me. And sometimes we get feelings and we don't know why. And we do need to step back and like process what that is. And so I think it's giving yourself time to process and figure it out and then going back to your partner and verbalizing as best as you can because we don't always have the right words, but as best as you can to explain how you're feeling. You know, it's so true. I've been seeing a lot of posts about like, that are like memes or like jokes about like, oh, we'll see who's divorced after quarantine. And like, it's funny, but at the same time, like that shit is real. Like when, Mm -hmm. when it comes down to it, it's not because like being around your partner, like we always hear about people who retire, like all of a sudden they have to like be around the person they married and they haven't really been around them for 30 years. And they're like, okay, like this is a new relationship now. It really does come down to these really small moments though. You know, like what you just described, I love that you were so, um, that you just described it so thoroughly because I really think we need examples like that because it's these things that could easily go unsaid that end up coming out in resentments and snapping at each other and saying things that we don't mean fucking in affairs even. You know, yeah. I know that for Jade, one of the biggest reasons for him wanting to step outside the relationship, but it wasn't even like kind of a conscious choice at the moment, but looking back, I think for him, it was this feeling of, 
I don't have something that's just mine, or I am resentful that Jill is always doing what she needs to do for her and she's not considering me. And instead of verbalizing that to me because he didn't have the words or he didn't have the understanding, he just went and did that. And so for all of us, you know, I know it's kind of like a joke, like, oh, let's see how the marriage lasts in quarantine, but that shit is fucking real because there is nowhere to go either. So even if you're in a situation where you're kind of like nitpicking or like maybe you're snapping at each other, like you can't go anywhere. Like I know you've talked about being the RV and it's like, I'm mad at you. I'm going to go two steps over here. But you know what I mean? So it's like, I think we can see this as an opportunity to deepen the relationship if you choose to, but it's going to be scary. There's going to be these moments that you're going to go, like literally, like Danny said, I can choose not to talk about this and not bring it up and keep going because I'm scared to have this conversation or I can like nut the fuck up and I can have the conversation and let the chips fall and let the other person like, you know, Jeff deal with it and figure it out. Yeah. And like, I'm here to figure it out with you and I'm here to support you and let's have the conversation, but you need two people that are willing and go back to, we did an episode on, on uh, what crucial conversations or I forget what. We did yeah, that on. was that was in there. Communication. Oh, we talked about that book. Yeah. So maybe Heart go back to that and just stay aware. Like that's the thing is we got to fucking stay aware. So if Danny didn't have the insight of like I'm being really mean, I might say something I don't mean. I don't like this version of myself. Like that's all self awareness practice. That's all the the work that you've done up until this point. So the first step, of course, is having the awareness that like, okay, this shit ain't cool. I don't want to live like this. Like this isn't fun for anyone involved cool. What's the alter? Like I can keep going this way and try to find ways around it, you know, like have an affair or do whatever you're going to do. Right. Or you can have the conversation and let the ships fall. And you know, that was such a big piece too, of just going like, I don't even like who I am and I don't want to, you know, it was really out of mostly service to Jeff that I leave. I was like, look, I know that I'm on the verge of just saying something just, just, you know, like we know when we say something stabby just to be mean. And I was like, I could feel it. And that's not me. And that was also bothering me. I'm like, I'm not a mean person. I'm not mean spirited. I don't yell. And I like, I had yelled at him and I was like, whoa, okay. Something needs to shift here. Cause I am turning into somebody I don't like, and I need to see what the hell is going on. Um, side note though, kind of funny, I was thinking, speaking of affairs, that this has to be a very interesting time for people who are having affairs and they're stuck with, they're stuck with their wives now or their husbands and they're not able to see their affair partner. And I was like, I wonder how this, uh, if it is strengthening the bond by like missing people or if it's, um, fixing the relationships back at home. But I, I was thinking about that recently of like, oh, people go with it in affairs right now or in an interesting predicament. Mm-hmm. I don't know, <laughs> man. I've never been in one. Yeah. But yeah, this is just really interesting. It's interesting times how we are kind of forced. I think in, in so many ways, it just forces growth. It forces communication. And just like, uh, you know, in the re- recession episode, I don't even know, I don't want to call it the recession episode, but kind of, but I think a lot of things are, this coronavirus isn't causing these things to happen. It's not necessarily causing these money problems. It's not causing relationship problems, but it's revealing them. So things that were shaky before, if you're put, if they're put under pressure, they're going to get even worse or they're going to explode. And so, you know, if you weren't being really great or faithful with your finances right now, it's going to be a struggle. Like you're not going to be able to make some bills. If you weren't being really communicative in your relationship and now you have to, it's going to struggle for a bit. So these are really opportunities for growth, but 
I think that this isn't necessarily causing problems. It's just putting pressure on them and it's it's bringing them out faster that maybe they would come out later. But Well, it's interesting. It's forcing us to maybe be in situations that we weren't ready for or weren't planning for, you know? So I have a lot of, and I know you do too, like I work with a lot of brand new like online business owners and a good amount of them are in-person personal trainers who just lost their income overnight and they've been kind of sitting on their hands about their online business as most beginners do. And they're kind of like, I don't know if I'm ready, like this, this, and this. When this should happen and they had no job, you bet they were emailing their clients and being like, let's get on Zoom. Let's do sessions here. Let's do a Facebook group. Like literally it forced their hand to yep. do all the things that they've already, they've been so scared to do. Not only that, but they're going, wow, I might be able to continue this after the quarantine is over. So it's it's literally just push them into that situation of like, fuck, like I'm going to push you off the side of the building. Like you got to build that fucking, you know, what's it called? Like the parachute on the way down. Like you're going to have yeah. to figure it out. And so I think it is forcing a lot of people's hands to, and I loved your episode so much about like being resourceful, going like, okay, this thing has been completely taken away what do I have over here? It's like forcing yeah. us and it's kind of revealing. And I like that you said that's, it's a little bit of a reckoning right now. Yeah. And, um, I was actually talking to one of my clients earlier today and she's a naturopathic physician. And she was like, you know, a lot of these naturopaths have not really done their work to build their online presence. They're kind of just relying on a clinic or even they're relying on like insurance and they've been kind of skating along making, you know, maybe 50, $60,000 a year. And she's like, and they haven't, they've tried to build their you know, online stuff, but they haven't done it. And she's like, and they're really going to struggle because they haven't really put the time in and we'll kind of see at the end of this who's left. And I hate to even say that, but it's like, you know, you have to do the things. And if you didn't do them before, like you have to do it now if you yeah. want to survive and thrive. Dude, it's so true. I'm so grateful that I started some of this years ago. You know, there's, a, there's so many things you can say I wish I did, but there. Again, I posted this a couple of weeks ago, but they say the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago and the second best time is now. So all we can do is just do the things we need to do now and with a little bit more urgency <laughs> or a lot more urgency, you know, even tech stuff, I think that holds people back is like not knowing how to do videos or how to um, schedule things, how to do automation. It's like you got to just stick with it. Fire. Yep. I've been loving all the memes. That's like, remember when you said if you had all the time in the world, you'd be in the best shape of your life? <laughs> like... Or like yeah. you had all the time in the world, you'd build your online business. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? It's like. It's interesting what people are doing with the time. And um, I know personally, I've been enjoying it. Um, I still realize how much I waste time. Um, that's for sure. But it's been, it's kind of funny. Like lately, I've been kind of hoping this extends just a little bit longer. I'm like, okay, just need like two or three more weeks in quarantine. Like just keep us here it almost feels like a good, um, it's like permission that I don't have to go do all the things. So I have like permission to say no. Um, I had said before that I had on my, on my uh, planner, on my social calendar to say no, because I am like, it's so funny. I am very introverted, but I like to just, I like to go to events and see people and network and stuff. And so right now it's like, because I can't, it's easy to say no, because there's nothing to say no to. Right. There's um, nothing on the calendar. <laughs> yeah. I keep erasing stuff every I uh, keep erasing. I have things on the calendar. And the last thing was my brother was, we were have to 
do a family trip in Florida at the end of May. And I text him and he said that the airline canceled it already. So that's off the calendar. My last thing is Paris and we'll see. I know we're trying we're to gonna make We're going to make that call here soon. Yeah. So if you guys yeah. don't know, I have um, a mastermind scheduled in Paris for June. So we're going to make the decision here in the next week on that. It's tough. I mean, it's weird too. You and I for the last, I mean, for me for the last seven years, I've always had something on my calendar, always had a trip yeah. and events. I was either hosting one, speaking at one, going to one, you know, um, especially in the internet business, a lot of our friends live in other places. So I'd go and like, yeah. you know, go see Jenna Minneapolis or, you know, go see Nagar in Maryland or like whatever, yeah. like you're just traveling to see people. So it is odd, but the good news is like both of us are launching. So I'm like, well, yeah. It's a good opportunity to stay and work and I guess we'll just see what happens and also yeah. good practice in your relationship. So, you know, as much as these things are really tough for us, so if you guys are listening to this and you're like nodding along being like, oh my God, I'm having that same, same experience or like I find myself being uh, kind of snappy or being short at times, you know, it's a good opportunity to go like, okay, first of all, it's not going to last forever. But if you've been putting off potentially having some of these difficult conversations, it might be a good opportunity to try to even just try them. And I think we said this in the communication episode that it's never a one and done. Like I wish it was, yeah. it just never is. It's always like you just rip the bandit off the first one and it's messy and like, it's really messy and people get mad and you get mad and you get sensitive and they get sensitive and whatever. And you like, maybe don't talk for a day or whatever, but at least you've started the process. And at least for me and Jade, when we kind of started like having real conversations, it was like, okay, it wasn't all at once. But it yeah. was movement in the direction that was better for both of us and potentially the relationship. So even though we're not together, we still we have a much better sense of communication, uh, mutual respect. Like we we know each other. Frankly, we just know each other a lot better as a result of that. So I think like whatever the outcome is, I think that's what's scary, right? We said this in the episode on communication. There's no guarantees on on the outcome either. So sometimes we don't have the scary conversation or the uncomfortable conversation. Cause we're like, what if it means we don't stay together? Yeah. You have to decide if you want to stay, if that's like what could potentially happen, like, which do you want? It's like pick your poison. So, and it's tough and I would never, you know, tell someone what they should do, but I always will advocate for honest communication because at least if things do go sideways, you know, and you have the trust that you were in your integrity and you did all that you could and you didn't hold anything back and you tried your hardest and you put everything on the table. It's the worst when you feel like you left things unsaid or you know that you weren't in your integrity or you lied about things, you know, so at least you kind of know, okay, well, I like the way I handled it. Even though it wasn't the outcome that I wanted, I like the way I handled it. And I really respect myself for the way that I handled it. So huge. I think even, you know, the memes of if people are getting divorced after this, again, it maybe needed to happen. You know, I know so many, and you know, so many people who I'm in like this group called the unwed. And many people said, you know, I wanted to get a divorce. I knew I needed to, but I stayed five years longer than I should have. I stayed six years, you know, 10 years longer than I should have. And so if this is forcing an outcome that really needed to happen anyway, maybe it's for the best, because I think we all deserve to be, um, in a relationship where we can have reciprocal communication and respect and love. And if that's not the relationship you're in and there's no way to build that, because I, I think you should try um, and try to have those conversations. Like you said with Jade, it's like it didn't end up staying together, but you guys made those, you had those conversations and then you let the chips fall. And um, I think that this is going to give people the opportunity to do, do that. And sometimes there's a, that doesn't mean you stay. And 
that's also okay. And yeah. It doesn't but, mean like everything's tied up with a, like a bow neatly. Yeah. And so, I mean, it, it definitely takes someone who is interested in personal development, interested in living an incredible life where they are as happy as they possibly can and feel themselves. Like, here's the thing. If you are holding back something that is a self edit and it's okay. Like we all do it. We've all done it. I did it many times for many years, even like walking on eggshells. But if you're not speaking your mind or you're constantly stuffing stuff down, that is a self edit on some, in some capacity. And if you can't be yourself with the people closest to you, then that's actually a prison of your own making. And so, which is hard to like, it's a hard pill to swallow, but it's possible to be 100% you in the safest space that you have available to you, which is your family and your home and your house, and your apartment. Like, so it is tough. And as usual, we would never judge either way, but it is something to consider. And I think a lot of this, I love that you said a lot of this has just really brought some of those things to light. And in that way, it kind of is a service. I can't be pissed at COVID. Yeah. You can't. You can't. COVID didn't cause it. It just revealed it. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Fucking COVID. Fucking Carol fucking Baskin. Carol. It's all Carol Baskin's fault. She definitely did it. That bitch Carol Baskin. (laughs) All right. Well, we got to go because we are uh, actually doing game night tonight. So we're going to uh, the Coleman family game night. And uh, that starts soon. So we're going to get a beverage and we're going to relax and not deal with tech issues for a couple hours. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's right. And y'all, um, subscribe to the podcast and would love for you to share it. I saw some new reviews. I'd love to see some more reviews. If you have any for us, we would appreciate it. if you haven't reviewed yet. I know it's kind of a pain, but it takes like two 30 seconds, tops. 30 yeah. seconds. So if you could do that, we would appreciate it. Love you guys. And we'll see you soon. Love you guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.